Nourish your inner power with alcohol-free organic sparkling teas and botanicals made with ethically sourced, regeneratively grow ingredients. That's right, drinksarilla.com. That's drink, S-A-R-I-L-L-A.com. And you can check out their variety of flavors from sparkling organic green hibiscus tea to sparkling organic white ginger tea. They have sparkling organic apple black tea, sparkling organic lemon black tea, Tulsi lime sparkling botanical, and rubus vanilla sparkling botanical as well. That's six different flavors to serve. Or you can check them out online and get the Cirilla starter pack sampler gift. Drinksarilla.com. Try it today. Welcome to the Bullish Picks Podcast. All information herein is for information purposes only. Nothing heard on this podcast is considered financial advice. Bullish Picks cannot and does not assess, verify, or guarantee the adequacy, accuracy, or completeness of any information heard on this show. The hearer bears responsibility for her or his own investment research and decisions. Great day, family. You are tapped into the Bullish Picks podcast with your main man, 100 Grand, Ken Blanks Harrell, right here, streaming on your favorite podcast and platform where we give you everything you need from Main Street to Wall Street so that you can navigate these choppy waters. You've got stock market questions. I've got stock market answers. Tap in. Catch me on IG at Ask Blank. For now, I want to go to Big Beard Money Management. Good morning. Happy to see you. It's been a while. Good morning. Good morning. Appreciate it. Thanks, Kayla. I appreciate it. And um, I definitely want to give a shout out to all the ladies, man. You guys have been killing it and giving out so much financial education out there. So I don't know if you guys can hear me. Yes, we can. Yeah, uh, thank you. Great, great, great. Um, now, I'm just going to make it quick. I got to meet with a client this morning, but I definitely, I love the topic we had this morning. I was just, I was trying to chime in earlier um, when we were talking about the whole China situation and um, and definitely nothing against the Chinese or, you know, Asian community whatsoever. It's just, we just got to be more informed on what's going on because Ken made a point, like, um, that's kind of like, it, it hit home where it says we eat our own dog food. And prior to prior to um, COVID, when it all went down, I actually went to China actually for on a business trip, um, you know, um, trying to, you know, buy things direct. And, you know, learning there, being in China for a few weeks, I learned a lot of things. And they don't use, when you go to China, there's no Google. There's no Facebook. Everything they use is within their own country. Like, you got to use their own. Um, there's no WhatsApp. There's WeChat. They got their own sources. So a lot of people don't know that in 2000, China was actually number six um, in the world as a, uh, as, a, uh, as a big player. From 2000 all the way to 2010, just in 10 years, they jumped from sixth place to second place. And a lot of people want to know how they did it. They actually did it really, really smoothly. And if you notice, not, and I post some of these things on the BWSO. I, I, I was doing it on Sundays. I had a family um, death, so I kind of haven't been posting things. But um, I kind of wanted to share this with the group. And, and how can we turn this where we could pivot and then take advantage of this, right? It's not just about us learning things. It's how can we just turn this certain thing around and make money on it and not get emotional. And, like, the three things they did, from number two and they're projected to be number one by 2028 
Most economists believe it can happen. Um, if you notice, China's GDP has increased. Ours actually has been de- is not as high as China's been. Um, we're like single digits. Theirs actually has been going up quite a bit. And I'm not going to take too long, but the three things they did really, the first thing I already cut back on the COVID restrictions. That was a big thing. Their population growth, they went back from having like one child. Now they're, they're kind of leaving, they're kind of helping out with going with three kids, two to three kids. And then the next thing they did was, um, is, um, herbalization makes basically growing their company and growing their country from AI. And also their biggest asset is, um, is cons- consumer spending. If you notice GDP, 70% of GDP is consumer spending. So if China continues to spend within their own country. They're continuing to grow. They're using big players like Apple, Tesla, all these other companies, and people continue to use their sources. And if they just, if they do this thing correctly, guys, they will be the number one by by the end of the, the by the end of this decade. And the thing is, if you notice the big banks, you look at the Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan, they're they're investing trillions of dollars into China. So what I'm doing in my own portfolio, I'm not I'm not saying anybody do what you got to do, but I'm dedicating at least 15 to 20 percent. And I'm 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 accumulating some Chinese stocks. So I'm not looking at this to happen in the next year. I'm looking to hold these things for 10 years so that if something do what to happen and I'm buying quality Chinese stocks, I'm looking for my things to 10x, 50x, 100x. Because I understand the um, economy. I understand how things are going. I'm not getting emotional. I'm just playing my cards right. So when that do happen, I can I can basically capitalize on it. So kind of wanted to share that with the community. Um, it was an interesting um, topic and kind of wanted to land the plane there. Hey, Big Bear, Big Bear, what do you do, sir? What do you do? Talk about yourself a little bit. Oh, um, I do a lot of things. Um, like, like Kayla says, um, um, I got an online business. Um, um, I do, um, I'm an account manager for a pool distribution company. I own my own pool company. Um, so I can help you either build a pool, remodel a pool, refinish your whole backyard. And then also, um, I also sell some pool products and stuff like that online. But on the side, I also obviously invest in and I trade as well. So that's really what I do. Beautiful. Appreciate you. Well, I, I definitely need to get with you. Uh, thank you, Jarvis, for asking that question because I didn't know that. I need you to help me fit a pool back there with my <laughs> chickens. Um, hadn't figured that floor plan out, but they got to fit back there. I mean, I can be swimming and, and eating some fresh eggs. So, yes, I uh, appreciate that. Definitely need your website. Um, probably have it on the link tree or something. I'll check that out. But k- thank you. So, Ken, back over to you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I see we got a. Uh... Pitt's hands up. I, I don't want to overlook that. What you got for us, Pitt? Nah, going back to the last conversation, he was talking about buying Chinese stocks. Another thing that I noticed Trap said, again, I'm not trying to make it sound like my own information, but there's a lot of money leaving U.S.-backed ETFs and going into emerging market ETFs. So I myself started to put 15% of my uh, Roth IRA and 401k funds into the emerging markets. I think it's IXUS. That's the uh, ETF that I've been looking at. It's a couple more, but I just think that one was good for what I wanted to do. And I'm starting now to look at uh, putting money into my actual brokerage account into emerging markets. And again, I like ETFs in this area because I don't know whether it'll be India, China, or some of these other uh, countries. But I do realize that there's a lot of uh, wealth 
coming from America. I think he said, if I'm not uh, mistaken, 28 billion or 28 trillion, one of those numbers, either, either one is alarming, just flew out and went over there. So I'm just, yeah. Nice. I like that approach too. Uh, the ETF approach, especially if y'all don't know what y'all doing, meaning not from a experienced trading standpoint, just from a emerging markets. If you haven't yourself stepped foot in India or China or Indonesia and Singapore, you you blind been just picking a ticker symbol and just going in in a country you've never seen, may never go to in your life. I mean, if you're not studying and researching it like that, you know what I mean? Like, and I like the fact we're not jumping in two feet first, putting in half our money or almost all our money. In. Like, don't put all your money in China. You don't even speak Chinese. You know what I'm saying? Like, learn. So I like the approach of ETF is more conservative. You know, you say 10, 15 percent. Some people get aggressive, 15, 20. But you see that there are other markets. And that's why I'm so happy you gentlemen brought that up. Big Beard and Pitts. If you miss the Walmart opportunity in America. What's the Walmart opportunity in Japan, right? If you miss the Amazon in America, what's the Amazon in Brazil, right? There are other markets where human beings live, societies exist, and they need, still need the same basic products, services, groceries like we do in America. It's just sometimes we're so uh, tunnel vision, so limited in thinking you can only make money trading American tickers, and that is just so untrue. Um, there's money all over the world. There is a global economy that exists. It's not just a buzzword. It's a reality. So thank you so much uh, for both of you guys contributing that. Great meals start with Mount Sinai olive oil. Mount Sinai olive oil is first cold pressed with no added preservatives, which gives it a rich and delicious flavor. No matter what's for dinner, Mount Sinai olive oil is here with the delicious pure oil to pair it with. Shop online at mountsinaioliveoil.com.